This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by brilliant partner at McGuire Woods and leader, Andrea Lee Lena. Andrea's going to talk to us today about what trends she's watching in healthcare currently and, and what she's watching, what she's seeing. Andrea, can you take a moment to introduce yourself and then tell us what are a couple of the trends you're watching currently? Sure. Well, I'm a partner in McGuire Woods Healthcare Department in the Chicago office, and I co-lead our our digital health technology and innovation subgroup. So I work with healthcare companies across the spectrum on mergers and acquisitions, regulatory compliance, um, private equity transactions, and particularly in the space of telehealth or remote patient monitoring, um, wearables, do a lot of data privacy, HIPAA space, and then um, just generally healthcare IP. Thank you. And what are some of the most interesting things that you're watching currently that you're seeing out there? Yeah, one interesting one, um, there was an article about the DOJ is in investigating um, a mental health startup that prescribes controlled substances over telehealth, which is really um, important for any, any developers of digital health solutions as well as investors in the digital health space because it's really um, a hot area to invest in. The company um, that's being investigated is called Cerebral. Um, so they prescribe controlled substances like Adderall, Xanax, over telehealth. Um, the patients are not seen by anyone in person. Big valuation, 4.8 billion growing rapidly um, during COVID. And so the reason for the investigation is, you know, there's been complaints around um, licensing, allegations that patients are setting up multiple accounts to obtain um, multiple prescriptions. You know, there hasn't been any, you know, cerebral um, uh, provided a press release that, you know, there hasn't been any signs of a violation yet, and they're working with the DOJ about it. But um, I think it's still informative for a lot of companies and investors that, I think we're getting, we're now reaching a point at the end of the pandemic, fingers crossed, that are starting to, you know, uh, the DOJ and investigative agencies are looking into some of these high risk areas in the digital health space. So anyone that's um, in that space should be paying attention to some of what are those mitigating factors? Are we watching out um, for things like licensure and um, too easy of an access, particularly with controlled substances. No, and that's a fascinating perspective of sort of the, um, just to look at telehealth companies that have been involved in heavily prescribing um, and whether or not they've been checking enough on medical necessity, being cautious enough on duplicate accounts. It sounds so much like Elon Musk's due diligence of Twitter are there duplicate accounts or the fake accounts or there mm -hmm. people, you know, getting extra prescriptions? I mean, different issues, but similar types right. of things when you don't have, you know, hand-to-hand -hand person to person visits to really test and check on people. Are they real people? Mm -hmm. Are they not? Are they people getting using multiple accounts, get multiple prescriptions? And especially in this controlled substance area where this, you know, Adderall, Vivance, Ritalin, they're so popular and so many people are using them. It's fascinating, just fascinating. Andrew, any other stories? I mean, that's a fascinating thing, the ongoing and the increased investigations of these telehealth companies. And of course, yes, the valuations that so many of them traded on uh, coming out of the pandemic and how those have fallen greatly since. What else are you watching? Anything else you're watching closely currently? 
Yeah, I think there's another similar one that uh, OIG came out with an advisory opinion um, favorable to um, uh, entities that build federal healthcare programs to loan smartphones um, to patients. So this particular provider um, was giving limited use of smartphones to existing patients to allow those patients to access a telehealth uh, platform. And typically this raises red flags around the anti-kickback statute, statute as well as beneficiary inducement. So this idea that providing some sort of remuneration or free devices or other free items in order to encourage beneficiaries to use a particular provider or receive, you know, maybe more services than they would receive otherwise. So the OIG said, um, came out with a positive opinion saying that this is okay and looked at some of the mitigating factors. Um, some of the protections that the provider had put into place was they were only giving free smartphones to low-income patients. They were looking into whether the patients already had a device. This was, they were only giving smartphones to individuals that did not already have a device where they could use, you know, they could download apps. Um, limited time use, they had to turn the smartphones in after a certain period of time. Um, the OIG looked at, uh, this is really promoting again in COVID by allowing services not to be in person. Um, so again, just kind of looking at, you know, paying, you know, OIG, DOJ is paying attention to some of these arrangements and here, for example, giving away smartphones. I mean, you think that um, this company did a great job of putting in some safeguards, but that's a very high value item. Um, do you want to do anything like that if you're um, building the federal health care program? Really paying attention to how are we going to make sure that's appropriate um, and making sure we have layers of protections in place. Um, so again, you know, highlights investors, highlights different providers, really, um, anyone that's interacting with, you know, Medicaid beneficiaries, Medicare beneficiaries, the more your traditional providers, um, that they can have these kind of programs, just making sure that they're, you know, paying attention to anti-kickback, beneficiary inducement, and putting those protections in place. Thank you. These are broad-ranging issues. You'll see them in the hospital home area where hospitals or health systems or other providers give patients free iPads to use as part of the monitoring. And are they really a free iPad for the monitoring? Or are they a free iPad because it's a kickback for the patient? You saw this regularly in the you know, hemophilia space, the factor space, where each patient's worth so much money, where providers used to give patients television sets or other things to watch their care, mm -hmm. to watch while they're doing stuff. And, and, you know, are they really useful for care or they, or is the, 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 the iPhone, the iPad, the telephone, these other things, kickbacks to patients to get them to sign up with them, you know, trying to distinguish mm -hmm. the two. And as you talked about in the OIG advisory opinion, so much care taken to make sure you could define the universe in a small enough way really low-income patients, people that don't have, pay, don't have telephones, that they're really intended to be not a kickback, but really meet a real need. And it's a fascinating subject. It reminds me of a return to the 90s, where there's so much this discussion about people giving things to patients to get them to sign up with them. And that's another mm -hmm. discussion of this. 
back now 20 years later, but in a different context in the telehealth area and so forth. Andrea, it's always just a pleasure to visit with you, always brilliant. Uh, we had a chance to visit on two subjects today, the sort of uh, what might be thought of as excessive subscribing, prescribing by some of the telehealth companies without enough care taken to make sure the patients really are real patients or needed or duplicates. And second, this issue of our providers giving patients things of value in exchange for their business, and particularly a discussion of an OIG advisor opinion around one of these things, one of these issues. Andrew Luena, thank you for joining us again on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me.